0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 438.
1: We're getting up there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We had uh, a few things to talk about this week.
1: Yeah, a few. Mostly comic books. There actually wasn't a whole lot of news. We talked about WandaVision for most of our news shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of geeked out a little bit of Lord of the Rings, but...
1: Oh, I, you're right. I blacked out when you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I talked a, uh, a a little bit about some uh, black not Black Knight uh, King yeah. of Black series that's going on event that Marvel's having. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, uh, mixed uh, mixed bag. Yeah. The Eternals is good. Yeah, art is a little mixed bag, but
1: I covered the crossover. Which just pick it up and read it.
0: Which crossover?
1: It's just crossover. Oh. No crossover. All the crossovers.
0: <laughs> and booze in a book was haha number one which should be one shot not number one because no. it made me sad to Tony find out it is know not how
1: anthologies work
0: no, I, don't. <laughs> I do not teach me teach me the wayslands. <laughs> uh, with that uh, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast episode 438
1: Tony has no title for this one
0: I do not. I don't know why it's gonna how say how, how sweet, sweet it is.
1: Too. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Not the same song.
0: <laughs> no. Well, at least at least it's not gonna have the the stupid Hamilton soundtrack stuck out of my head. I've had that stuck yeah. in my head all week, and then it doesn't help that I'm like, well, it's in my head. Might as well start listening to it while I'm working. And it's, it's- funny
1: because when you hear somebody listening to Hamilton, like. Two things always go through my head, because Josh listens to Hamilton all the time, is A, I can't talk during this, because they're into it. (laughs) And B, they're going through something right now, and I don't know if I want to be a part of it. (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) Always. It's always that look everyone gets on their faces when they're listening to it.
0: It's, I don't know why, yeah, I mean, And it's always
1: that song. Everyone. Anytime I hear anybody, it's just
0: so fucking. It's a good (laughs) melody. It's yeah. I don't know. It's that's my favorite of all of them. But yeah, yeah. Enough about me. (laughs) Although we always start off talking about me. My
1: life is very. You want to know what I did exciting this week? I made my own coffee creamer
0: out of just milk. No, so it's just milk,
1: condensed milk, cocoa, mint extract. Mint. Yeah, to make like a chocolate mint, chocolate peppermint. Okay. Coffee creamer. So there, that's why we don't talk about my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can start having recipes with Lynns. Lunch with Linz.
1: <laughs> oh, it's very exciting.
0: I don't know if I had stayed. no I didn't because that's part of, we didn't record last week. Uh, I got an Oculus yep, Quest. You did. And I have enjoyed the hell out of it. Yep. I am going to. have seen pe- the word Franken Quest, which I never understood what that meant until now. Which is where you can take different parts of different VR headsets and Frankenstein monster,
1: the mm. Oculus
0: Quest, to make a Franken Quest of just adding parts or 3D parts. And already, I'm like, I'm spending more on accessories <laughs> and games and new lenses to protect these lenses and. So much more than what I was originally yeah. planning on spending on this Christmas gift of mine. So,
1: yeah, you were probably expecting to spend nothing.
0: I was hoping to spend. <laughs> and a now you little... probably
1: spent how whatever it cost to get an Oculus Rift, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Oculus Quest.
0: Quest, yes. I always say Rift too. That was the original yeah. Oculus. They're now the Quest Two is actually what this one is, the newest version. And all I can say is wow. Like I didn't. I knew I wanted one, but didn't have a need for one. Probably wouldn't have bought one for many years. Um, Anthony, he has the Rift, and we've played games on that, at gatherings and the before times, and <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. But while the graphics since then to now are well beyond, you get immersed in some of these things, and my dreams have been so more vivid
1: really? than ever. That. Is weird. That means it's having an effect on your brain function.
0: I know. I uh, <laughs>
1: and you know we have a whole an, a whole book about how <laughs> that shit can get into your head. Um, in Ready Player One, pretty sure there's some bl- and specifically Black Mirror episodes
0: <laughs> of this isn't going to turn out good. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, to me, it seems like. Do you remember when the Wii came out and like? Every all of America collectively like lost their shit over it. Mm-hmm. Even old people, like old people, were using it to exercise and shit like that. You know, we bowl and play tennis and bullshit like that. But <laughs> after about six months, everyone was like, "All right, I'm done with this." That's what the Oculus feels like to me.
0: I see. I don't think though, with the advances that they've done, and with the cost per unit being two ninety nine which is in the realm of a system, the game has been a little bit cheaper, but again, they're not as fleshed out, but they're a different experience. Mm-hmm. That really is truly to just VR. I think this is now that first stepping stone. The other ones were, I would say, even though that they were full systems, probably more prototypes compared to this is... And they already released this one. They released the, the Quest 1 last year, and already people hate it when you give a new updated system three years later, let alone one year later. But I don't see them all of a sudden jumping again advancements another year. This will probably be around for a couple years. And with the starting price point and with how well it is as a system, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this will be just like left to the wayside.
1: Yeah, you can buy one of those uh, treadmill
0: Rigs, I know I can find on those things because I've looked and
1: up. Again, that takes me back to Ready Player One because they had those rigs that they would, so they could walk on the treadmill and feel like they're actually walking and shit like that. And I'm like, it is, it's it's happening. <laughs> well, one of the things
0: I just saw that they just debuted um, at um, Consumer Electronics uh, Expo or whatever, uh, their gloves, so right now they're most, all of these are, the wands with some buttons Mm -hmm. and when you squeeze like the two triggers, it makes your fist squeeze or one's a gun trigger holding items and everything. Well, this is straight up just gloves. It's like the power glove, but what they have is, uh, tendons pretty much wire tendons, uh, going up the back, which where you grab a ball in the game, you eventually you're, you're just holding the, the stick, uh, controller, Or if you didn't have them and you just had regular gloves, you're just going to make a full fist. These will pull on your hand to give you that tension to make it only open so much to make you totally feel like you Mm. are grabbing something. Mm. I'm like, holy shit, we are getting close to totally immersion and I want those.
1: Yeah, it's a
0: little scary to me. Well, yes. Yes. I'm more scared of... The amount of things I have in my house and the breakage that I'm going to have with swinging around because I have primarily did sitting down games or demos <laughs> where I don't have to get up off my couch so I'm not closer to my TV. And I did punch my wall the other day. So... Do
1: you have you don't have to connect this to anything, do you? Can you just do that? You don't have to do it in your living room.
0: Yeah. You I mean, I could go into anywhere. any other room. Um, so, yes, I could just sit down anywhere. But I'm, I'm sitting on my couch kind of at the moment and I was like, oh, I'm going to see how this one goes. And then I'm punching things, and there's a guy coming up from behind me. So I turn and punch, and there's my wall behind my couch. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this isn't as safe even here. <laughs> so so dumb. I
1: love it. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb, but I love it.
0: <laughs> Wait till you try it, and then you're going to be like, this is so awesome.
1: Yeah, I know I will. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Oh, man, if they get some X-Men games or giving you mutant powers...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. Then I can
0: be the phoenix. Oh, God. Because everyone gets to (laughs) be the phoenix. Everyone gets
1: to be the phoenix. Even Tony. (laughs) You as the phoenix is a scary-sounding thing. I was the what? If you were the phoenix. It sounds scary.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'd probably... I don't know what
1: you would do. Eh, just
0: a lot of death and rebirth, you (laughs) know. Same thing phoenix always does. Does the phoenix just then totally take over the bodies? Because... It always seems to corrupt everyone. It seems. So is everyone just corruption?
1: I mean, originally.
0: I'm, I'm. It's really rhetorical. I just I'm over the Phoenix. So yeah,
1: as I say, you're. I'm gonna get into like the whole thing of the Phoenix if you keep going.
0: No, we'll get into that when I review Avengers again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on. Ugh. Oh, which uh, actually, so I'm not gonna really talk about them. But another big Marvel event that has a shit ton of books that... I was going to review some of these because I read them, but then after reading a couple other, I'm on the in-between, and I don't want to totally shit on all these books, but the whole um, King in Black. Mm. And like I said, I think I would, well I mentioned it before with the Iron Man and Doctor Doom Christmas kind of one. There's some one-shots and there's some other things going on in this event that are interesting. So there is what I kind of like. But again, this is using a... Okay, it's Null, who is more new, but again, we've seen Venomized things happen right. multiple times. The symbiotes are, have been used as the big bad just about as much as Phoenix and just about as much as Thanos. So please stop those three. I mean, I'm ready for another Secret War. I mean, the Secret War seems so far in between yeah. now.
1: Or, like, you know, maybe something just entirely new. Novel idea.
0: Yeah. New bad guy that no one has known. Right. About. Or even a, a smaller bad guy. Like, it's one of the few things where Original Sin sucked, but... Oh, now I'm going to blank on his head. Eyeball Dude.
1: Oh, God. Wasn't that his name? Eyeball Dude? No.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what his name is, but... And I always I always try to remember, because I'll always have to re-look it up to... To remember what his name is it that was an interesting take someone that i was not expecting was going to be the big bad and all of it and there he is so again with this uh and we're also i'm kind of looking back to like the last two weeks of comics because we didn't record last week uh king of black the return of the valkyries that was enjoyable um i like thor mythology and the valkyries are are interesting so it was all right The one that... I'll save that one for last to just say good things about it. Um, I think his name is Eyeball.
1: I'm not even fucking around.
0: (laughs) Are you looking it up right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, trying.
0: Well, What are you typing in? Just Eyeball?
1: I typed in Eyeball Dude Marvel. But, like, how many Eyeball Dudes are there in Marvel? There's this one that's an eyeball with tentacles. Maybe that's the one. Oh man!
0: Yeah, that's not his name though.
1: Oh, dude, Original Sin.
0: Well, while you look that up, uh, I'll let you know.
1: Orb is that his name?
0: Yes, I think so. Anyways, it's not really all that important.
1: Uh, (laughs) I mean, you got me on it, so I was fascinated.
0: One of the good ones, uh, Gwenum versus Carnage. Now, this, primarily I like for the pun mm-hmm. because the story was kind of so-so. But I do like that uh, Gwen, uh, Spider Gwen, because then there's Gwen Gwenpool, uh, is uh, got the, the Venom symbiote on it. But then who she fights is MJ, who is Carnage. Now, I want to recall... So, because where uh spider gwen is a different continuity unless they've changed it to where she's come over to 616 but i know last i read and i haven't read spider gwen in a while i think she's still in her own her universe with her origins So, and so with this mj becomes carnage so interesting uh different take because obviously peter is dead in this world and that's Mm how gwen stacy becomes spider-man so overall i I kind of enjoyed that uh but again for the for the uh puns there their uh talking about uh the next uh time where you have like the writers or the editors kind of talking about you know a little blurb about the books must come so they have instead of pencils down gwencels down
1: oh god so is that a pun pencils gwencils,
0: i mean gwen's in there I mean, it's that a little—it's a, it a not a good pun, but it's still <laughs> a pun. Uh, there was the Thunderbolts one, which that again was so-so. But what I really liked was Planet of the Symbiotes, which th- again some of these were one-shots. Uh, this one's uh, going to be an ongoing, where they introduced us to uh, Crypt, where in it was Cortland Cassidy. This is the part where I'm like. You have to have everything be to the Cassidy's. Like, you're going to make another Carnage-type person related, like an old relative of the past who was uh, one of the greatest killers of his time. Mm. And Null comes in and pretty much gives him symbiote powers, and he becomes a Plague, who I've not heard of Plague before, so I do feel this is a its own creation within... Uh, this whole King in Black uh, going on. And I also got to be reintroduced to Scream in this Mm. series, too. So this had a couple different kind of stories going on. And the thing that I liked about Scream was it's not the same Scream from before. That symbiote Scream is on a new body. However, before it went on to a new body, was touched by uh, Mephisto. So, what are symbiotes' uh, weaknesses? Do you know? Sound and fire. Yes. So, scream, sound, and Mephisto with hell fire is mm. this symbiote person's powers. I'm like, that's kind of badass. Mm. So, that's a very powerful now person. Uh, in this whole story arc that will be interesting so again there's some good some bad in all of these i just feel that uh, overall it's just too much right now sure because you have this going and then you have the phoenix force one going on as well like we've talked and yeah
1: lots of events always an event I feel like nothing's ever not an event anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You used to have, like, nine months of just mundane storylines or people with their own shit going on.
0: Yeah, I miss that. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, DC, I do need to catch up on all those because they had most of all their number ones. uh, Future State. That's an interesting take from what I've seen. And I hate anything future, but I love everything future. Because, again, it's a whole new tapestry to kind of work with. But then, almost as a reader, you know, this isn't going to happen because... It's every... taking
1: place in the future. Yeah,
0: and, and, and most of the futures are always dark. Right. So we don't want to ever think now in Gotham like it's going to get worse. It's gonna. To... We're hoping that it's going to get better. Batman's going to finally well, do something. Well, it's not going to be
1: normal Batman, though, right? <clears throat> Is this the
0: one that has the black Batman Yes. In it? Uh... I don't know about that. I didn't read the Batman one yet. There's, uh, I think, the Flash one, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has a new Wonder Woman in it. So I want to say most of all these do take place with new.
1: It's funny because I remember when these characters first started coming out and people collectively lost their shit because they thought um, DC was replacing all of their characters with different characters. And it became like this whole big thing, right? Because, oh my God, Batman can't be Bruce Wayne. (laughs) or <laughs> but yeah so it's just for a whole an event which yes. is funny Everyone but they keep saying that
0: they keep saying that uh this is not going to be a an offshoot or an off world this is canon this is going to be the future which again then sets the tone of if they say anything that happened to create this people are going to be like when's that event going to happen and mm-hmm. we already saw that um what was their newest reboot? The
1: Rebirth?
0: Rebirth, yeah. Of other events to come that were like, yeah, that's not gonna happen, but it's cool to tease some things. But right. I don't want you to tease shit unless it's going to be 80% gonna happen. I can understand you things You want to change. be able
1: to be that dude that's like, do you remember six years ago when they said this was gonna happen, and then people were like, it's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But then it did, and I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want that cred, don't you, Tony? Yes.
0: <laughs> and uh, opening up uh, Batman. Yes, you are correct. It okay. does look like.
1: Yeah, because then then this is totally the stuff that that because they hadn't announced what they were doing with these characters. I mean, because
0: this the Batman one just flipping through this one doesn't look so futuristic more than a bunch of thugs and Bane masks, but and yeah, having a dark dark night.
1: <laughs> but, oh, Tony. Uh, actually,
0: that, <laughs> it sounded somewhat. <laughs> no. No, no. 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 I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no. So, going back to
0: King and Black. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I'm done with King and Black, so <laughs> not going back <laughs> to that. <laughs> Let's talk uh. about what I really wanted to talk about. And that is the Eternals. Okay. Now Eternals number one just came out last week. Um, it's was coming from Kieran Gillen. And this Wow. Yeah. I it's everything that I was hoping for in Eternals. And also not too dumbed out. Like, I I know a handful of stuff of the Eternals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Read some of the old, old Jack Kirby stuff. Uh, Neil most recently the Neil Gaiman. In yes. fact, I found those actually and I have them setting aside. They're for... drawn
1: by um... Who's that painter?
0: Of oh, uh, This new series? Or... No, no.
1: These old the Neil Gaiman ones. Aren't they drawn by Alex Ross?
0: Nope. These ones are uh, John Romita Jr. At least this one series is. Maybe I'm going I
1: mean, something
0: else. There, I think there was another small six-issue series of Eternals that I also think was Alex Ross. Okay. Like I said, there's been a handful of they come about every five years. Let's bring up the Eternals again and then
1: yeah.
0: put them back to the side. So the reason why this book is coming out now is we were supposed to have a movie coming out
1: mm, sometime mm-hmm.
0: soon. Well, that obviously got pushed back to November this year. So they still kept the slate with the comic books. But always with synergy in comics and the movies, you're going to have a comic book to go with with the movie side. And one of the great things uh, about this is it... Just starting at the beginning, it starts off with Icarus coming out of his uh, reanimated chamber. He's, you know, been resurrected again, and this is something that happens a lot of the times in the Eternal books where they're starting fresh with the new, you know, five years later or whatever new decade that we're going to write them in, and because they are Eternal, a.k.a. they never die, and they can be resurrected, and Mm -hmm. that's usually how things start. But what I liked the most about this is them explaining how this time some of them changed even more than normal. Kind of how changing with the times, different artists want to include, you know, different look for characters so when they come back out, they can do that. Well, we all know that from the images of the comic books before, what we have for people portraying them in the movies are different ethnicities, different mm-hmm. genders. So this kind of just shows this is partly made for the uh, movie audience. Gotcha. That we're going to see some... They're going to introduce some here in the comic books that are going to coincide probably with what their look like is in the movies. But beyond that change, which makes perfect sense canon-wise, it doesn't retcon who they were in any of the books before, and that's what I always love, having continuity. However, trying to figure out where... This is going in besides now, because there's a lot has changed uh, since the last Eternals book. Ultimately, Icarus is is talking about what their function is, what they've always been there for. They've always been uh, helping out the Celestials. Well, now that they find out that they've been discarded by the Celestials, what is their purpose? Mm. And this gets into uh, a lot more of introducing newer characters that have never been introduced before. I want to say there's always like a handful of like maybe nine Eternals at a given time usually. I don't know in the old, old school books, but there really wasn't always that many main players in the books that I've read. Well, this is explaining that some of them have been either excommunicated or, you know, pretty much not allowed to be resurrected. However, at other times they may say, this person is give their penance. So they're going to introduce some new characters that I don't even know about, which is going to be interesting because it starts off with saying, a long time ago, alien space gods came to Earth. They made 100 Eternals. They made 100 Deviants. They left. That, that's pretty much... And then it even got the emoji the guy. Deviants? <clears throat> the Deviants, which is nice how they described it been here, are like gremlins.
1: Ah. It's been a while since I've gone into any Eternals lore.
0: And Deviants, uh, which I always thought were just bad, they're trying to explain that some of them are good, but just like Gremlins, out will pop out, or they're mag- Magwai. And because they just reproduce so quickly, one of them will pop out that will just be a total asshole. And
1: <clears throat> Sounds like humans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is great about this book that they got into was how to us we say the deviants are all evil because well you have one evil deviant and they're all well the deviants uh they look at uh earth earthlings and they just much think that we spit out only serial killers
1: Ah.
0: how do you uh question you know what is the worst how does the worst of us define a species and i'm like holy shit i've never thought of that yeah and also this is a little bit of changing kind of what the deviants were, but I'm I'm enjoying hmm. so far the ride of this. Um, there is a murder mystery, which uh, of course is, you know, what happens in the comic books. I like, uh, because one of them, Sprite, uh, who I don't recall who this person was before in the past. I only know. Um, Sprite? Yes.
1: It wasn't that one of the characters in the past?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like remembering how integral they were to ah. the stories. um, This person <laughs> kind of escaped and got out, but they're re released into, you know, reality. They were resurrected again for whatever their past sin was that they were excommunicated. And when they're in New York, you know, Iron Man kind of comes down and. And greets them and kind of is like, oh, you guys are, you know, you're back. Okay. And what Sprite kind of says is like, so why, why is he, uh, you know, looking at us like this? And, and Icarus kind of says many humans kind of think, you know, we're gods. And again, that's kind of been their mythos throughout everything, which mm-hmm. is why some of them are named after old gods. There's Gilgamesh um, is one of them, obviously him being Icarus. Um, not taking the straight-up Zeus and everything, but you have, you know, Circe and Percy and, yeah, Argos and just other different names that were used in different mythology in the mm-hmm. past. So, mm-hmm. ultimately, what I liked about this is it's fresh new take. Don't know where it's going, but the last uh, panel, they talk about, you know, again, how judging, you know, the worst of us and... Who they are. Well, we know the worst eternal. Yeah, and again, it's one of those big bads that he's been gone for maybe only two years. I don't know. Well, it seems like he's resurrected again.
1: I mean, he has an eternal.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> he, he would come back. And I'm kind of okay with him coming back in this book now just because of what this book is about and everything. Right. I don't want to see him become again in another year, let's get the stones again type person. Have him be a minor bad guy. He doesn't need to be ultimate big bad. Also,
1: like, when is he, when are they just going to allow him to give up that search? Right? I mean...
0: I mean, they did at one point, and he's been kind of teamed up with some people in, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, some some story arcs, but those books didn't last that long to really flesh out a good side of him, and again, I don't want him to be totally good. I just don't want him to have to be destroying the entire universe type thing. Right. Have him just be kind of personal vendetta to kill one or two people that he can't reach so that he's an overall...
1: With as many times as he's failed in the other thing, you think he would want to take that on. Like, just the minor sort of revenge plot. (laughs) His other stories have not ended well for him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'll say... the. The one, one other cool thing that I liked is when they're talking about the machine that kind of runs everything and how they can kind of teleport to different places in the world where their, um, cities are, their cities are all secret, you know, can't ever be found by anything because the first one that they are in, uh, explains that it's in, it's in between six, uh, unknown, uh, molecules or element molecules. Uh, another one is superimposed between three seconds from now and two seconds ago. <laughs> There's uh, another one that they were that they visit um, Olympia where it's behind uh, Mount Olympus uh, in an echo dimension. So again, they're kind of saying these are physical places, but they are not physical places that any certain person beyond a certain technological standpoint could ever get to. Mm-hmm i kind of enjoy that again it shows that their society could fully you know function and go forward without anyone knowing in the human world tony stark or reed richards even of knowing that they're still alive and again they kind of say that they're all being resurrected anyway so there was some event that last wiped them out that they didn't really get into and i don't recall them being wiped out in the last eternals book to say that it's totally connected to that. So I feel like that might be the mystery too. But on to the bad. Uh, Esad Ribic. I love him. I like his art style. This however. Has. Some bad. I want to say transitions. There are some pages that look beautiful. Uh, the cities. And like any big splash pages. Look amazing. But. When you have some close-ups to the faces I didn't think this was Isad at all. Mm. I was kind of disjointed of what am I looking at? I don't enjoy this. It doesn't feel like the characters. But then you go to another page where it's not so close up and uh, it's it's just weird because his you know run with Thor He can do faces. He can... He's a really... One of my favorite artists. Especially his kind of watercolor type paint style that it seems like. But just some of these really... I'm not enjoying. So I'm still going to love this book because there's way more good than bad. But it's probably one of the first times where I'm like a little disappointed that it's not 100% perfect. Yeah. So... I don't know if you were able to see any of the. Mm.
1: I don't know. I think you and I have different thoughts on art styles. Why? Um. Well, I just like really cr- gritty sort of like just our personal aesthetics are different. I don't mean like I haven't looked at it, so I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Uh, unless... I think
0: you should. Well, you should definitely read it if you don't know. It, you know a, a little bit about the journals. Right? Yeah. Yeah it will be enjoyable again even for for someone that hasn't known about them it gives enough but doesn't make it you know it's good that you've read or even know a little bit about them before you get into this so let
1: me ask you this question and this is the question of of our our era right is this finding out about the eternals is this book good enough that they should read this and not just look at the wiki page for the eternals on the internet
0: Oh, definitely. I would say wiki page first.
1: (laughs) And then the book? Yeah. You think? Okay.
0: But not needed. Again, I think they're going to get more... I mean, it's the first issue. They're probably going to explore more of maybe some events, hint at some things, but because... I mean, almost anything with Marvel, too. If you're new to comic books, you don't really need to read Civil War, Secret Invasion, Secret Wars 2 to know what's going on right now. Right. But... Some of those things are really amazing to know. Mm-hmm. and Well, they're just good. Yeah. But because they flip their switch every other year, it's not needed. Right. Uh, but again, I would feel like, well, yeah, picking up Hickman's X-Men, yeah, you don't need to have read the X-Men before. But it's going to be a different experience have not knowing how hard it was to fit everything before into somehow right. a whole new thing. So even then, you, but who doesn't know X-Men? Again, people reading comic books, I'm assuming, have read a thing or two. It would be interesting to explore that. Maybe I'll uh, make my uh, niece and nephew's guinea pigs. There you go. Make one of them start reading old school, another one just now, and listen to them talk and be like, no, you're wrong. This is what happened. No, you're wrong. (laughs) And then give one of them just what ifs and then be like, actually... (laughs) This happened. I
1: bet you your brother would totally be down for that.
0: <laughs> I mean, partly I think the nerdy side would be like okay, but then when he realized the, how many fights they're gonna have <laughs> of who is right, he
1: would totally get in on those fights though. You know true. it. You know he wouldn't true. be able to help himself. You have to. You'd have to. Um, if you were running a true experiment, you'd have to account for Matt in your findings because his influence. You know.
0: Yeah, fun
1: little experiment.
0: uh, I I did like uh, you know they at one point uh, Icarus was talking to Sprite about some things and you know talking about how this deviant was eating human brain matter to stay alive, which I guess obviously their the species hasn't really done that before. And Sprite, Sprite was like, "Who would think of such a thing?" And Icarus just kind of like. Well, the humans have a whole genre of monsters who do exactly that. There are a couple of popular television shows too. Like again, some of these jo- like they're really I don't know. It feels really now, right? And that's good. And yeah, so
1: awesome. Was that it? Was that yeah. all your books?
0: What's all my books?
1: Um, so I caught up on crossover. Uh, if you recall, crossover is the book where. A comic book reality fused with our actual reality.
0: And then, like, the city that's domed off. Yeah.
1: So so they haven't gotten very far plot-wise yet. They're kind of just still in the discovery mode of the comic book where you're learning who all the characters are and, and what maybe, like the plot is going to be set up to be, like, what their end goal is supposed to be sort of situation. But the thing that I love most about this book, besides the fact that it's well-written by Donnie Cates, um, is all of the... Because it is about comic book reality, legit coming in our reality, all of the shout-outs to DC and Marvel and Image, where they can't actually... Say any of the names or anything like that but you can see like spawns chains coming out mm-hmm. of a cell because the our government has locked up a bunch of supers that they were able to catch before the dome went up that they're keeping in this prison um, that somehow the United States figured out power dampening technology I don't, I don't know how they
0: all governments somehow figure yes, that out
1: to figure that out I think in the book they explained it away by being luck. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of appreciated them not really spending too much time on it.
0: Um, they're like, we already have this vaccine that has mRNA. Let's <laughs> just give it to them. <laughs> Damn it, I thought that vaccine was going to give me powers, not take them away.
1: So in the first book, you know, they're setting up this world where there's this, you know, comic book city that, that, merged into Denver, basically Colorado, and then after it had been there for a while, a dome went over it, and now there's this whole anti-superhero, pro-superhero sort of movement going on in the world. And anybody who likes comic books is like, they're freaks of nature at this point, because why would you enjoy reading about something that, you know, ruined our lives sort of thing. Um, And... You meet Ellie, who is the main protagonist, and her real name is Ellipses. And you meet... She works in a comic book store. And you meet Ava, who is a little girl from the comic book world. And she needs help to find her parents. And so into the second and third book, it's all about figuring out where her parents were and they learned they're not in the dome they're in a camp so the US government has taken all of the non-powered comic book people that are outside of the dome and put them in camps Hmm. so that they could experiment on them and stuff like that and um, you also learn that the dome which in the first book and the way the government is playing it out Was that the dome was put there to protect us from the superheroes? But then you find out that Doctor Strange actually put up this dome to protect them from the government bombing them.
0: Okay. So
1: the dome is not.
0: To keep them in, it's to protect
1: them. Yes. Which it, it was awesome because you could see that it was Doctor Strange but they couldn't say that it was Dr. Strange. (laughs) Um,
0: As bad as I like that you're just calling him Dr. Strange. But yeah.
1: (laughs) It totally was. It totally was. Um, And so the goal is to get this little girl, Ava, back to her parents and then also to go to the dome because Ellie's parents are in the dome. So you have two girls, both separated from their parents, trying to get back to their parents sort of situation going on. Um, And in the beginning of the third book, they are talking about how uh, comic book writers are being murdered (laughs) in mass. And the news report was about how Brian K. Vaughn had just been murdered and how, like, Chip Zdarsky was still missing, sort of thing. So Danny Cates is, like, dropping other creators' names into the book. (laughs) Um, And also... He's throwing, like, these characters into the book that are legit comic book characters from other series, but they're series that people may not have, may not know, or he was somehow able to get the rights to put these into the book, or he wrote them. So one of them is the group The Paybacks, which is a series that was written by Donnie Cates for Dark Horse, I think, originally, and it got cancelled, like, almost immediately. And it's about people who had paid to get superpowers, but because it was so expensive, they had to pay back that debt through using their powers first, so they were basically, like, a superpowered um, repo agency. Okay. Um, and it looked funny, but it, you know, it got cancelled. So, <laughs> no one really ever saw it. They're in this book. Um, and... So is Madman, which is a Mike Allred character. Who I know you love, Mike. Yeah. You love the Allred so <laughs> much. Um, <laughs> but apparently, this is a character that had his own comic book for like ten years, from nineteen ninety two to two thousand and two. And at the end of the first book, the little girl had drawn a picture of the person that saved her, and it looked like Superman. This guy in a cape with a little S symbol on his. On his um, chest, and then you get to the end of this third book, and you find out that it wasn't Superman; it was Madman. He's got like an electricity bolt-shaped exclamation point on his chest, and no cape. So I don't know where the cape came from. <laughs> he was even like, I don't, I don't have a thing for capes when he saw the picture. So it's not. I think it's interesting the way he's using these characters that. He's allowed to use and no one's heard of now I want to go and read the paybacks and now I want to go and yeah, read Batman. Sounds, Yeah. <laughs> so he's really uh, taking the opportunity to sell some more books here um, but it's just still such an interesting sort of love story to comics slash political statement about the way humans treat things that are different than them right kind of like the X-Men sort of basic premise um just such a unique and new interesting idea right so the complete opposite of all the stuff you're reading right now <laughs> new and unique I 100% out of all the books that I'm reading right now which are all good this is the one I would I would say everyone should pick up and read it's just such a good little book
0: I agree I haven't read number 3 yet but yeah. I was wanting to but I didn't get time to yet
1: no, now it's spoiled for you
0: to, to be honest, though, I've, I've learned that I can still enjoy things that are spoiled. Because well, there's, there's tons of other things to look at. There's
1: so much other things that went on in this book. I'm not going to just read the story verbatim, right? There's other things that happen. But.
0: Well, there are other things that happened this week that I'd like to talk about before the big thing that happened... Being released on Friday, so do you have anything news to talk about? No,
1: did, did you? I like how you laughed when you said that. You're like, <laughs> why am I even asking her this question?
0: <laughs> so, the few things that that I saw um, besides us then getting to talk about Wandavision is uh, I saw a lot, two weeks ago a Charizard number four, so like one of the first Charizard uh, Pokemon cards sold for exuberant amount well whole base set just sold for four hundred thousand dollars jesus christ yes that makes me go i wish i collected pokemon cards yeah. like that's a lot that's more than i feel like even some magic cards have gone for now where i think the the most sought after the black lotus like only goes for like maybe 10 grand and maybe an auction could get double that but...
1: it's just paper What's the funny thing is it's just paper I mean, it's just old paper at the end of the day. I mean, I don't really think of that, but now
0: that you say that, that's sad, but true. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: it's not like, so this is like a Charizard. They still they make new Charizards. It's huh. not like you can't find a Charizard except for this old one. It's just that it's old is the reason why it's sold for so much.
0: I mean, the market's always there for whoever really wants them. And this, this actually brings up where my buddy texted me the other day of uh, Lego castle that he's like i want this and i'm like cool <laughs> uh
1: do you have it no oh. but but it then
0: reminded me of how i wanted the original one but then when he sent me and i go okay it wasn't the original and it was the second issue lego castle it was the gray one not the original yellow one and that brought me down a rabbit hole of like some old school lego sets and i told him how i've always wanted to have that Castle, the one that I at least thought was the original but that I wanted when I was younger. And he's like, well, it's only like 200 bucks. you can Order it here. Here's the link to that one. And I was like, yeah, that's the one. But I, I, I'm doing so good justifying not buying any of these things. And I already started off saying all my money has gone into my Oculus mm-hmm. right now, so mm-hmm. I don't honestly have that money. However, you know me, Lens, and you know my past self, and I have impulse control where in in control impulse 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 in control and would just be like click buy so i didn't but then that made me look at other lego sets and newer ones and be like god that looks cool too and i want that one i'm
1: totally into like the the new like flower sets that they have out have you seen those where you can where you build like a bouquet of flowers no oh my gosh they're so super cool looking
0: That's kind of interesting. Yes. So you can have, like, flowers that you don't have to ever water?
1: Yes. And also you're playing with Legos.
0: (laughs) So, uh, I don't know why I got on Legos. Um, The only few things that I I know that I I saw was uh, Mortal Kombat, the reboot that's coming out, I feel is going to finally be what we've all wanted. And... Well, I do know why we got Legos because we're talking about Pokemon and collecting and worth and I don't know. Anyways,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I like
1: those. it's
0: gonna be rated R. Oh wow, those are pretty. Aren't those super cool looking? Wow! Okay. Damn it, I want to buy those now.
1: These are only fifty. So I guess if you need to For buy a bouquet? Lego, yeah. It sounds it's this, That's how much a bouquet so of costs.
0: I'll buy those and just give them the box. It's already pre wrapped in a box <laughs> to a girl.
1: Or you could just be like, let's build these together.
0: I mean, that's probably what I would go yeah. for. <laughs> now I have the box of flowers, I just need to find the girl.
1: <laughs> Again, we're always taking applications <laughs> uh, at Drunkon comics at gmail.com. <laughs> we don't ever check our email, but you can email there.
0: <laughs> that is true. So, Mortal Kombat's going to come out April 16th to both theaters and HBO Max and... I feel like this is going to be one of the f- good video game movies. You think so? I enjoyed the first one, hated yeah. the second one, and I think they had a third one too. I can't remember, but.
1: Well, that series they did was really good.
0: Yes, and I was hoping that would get a second season, in the series. But if not, that at least, I think, helped prove the way that there's interest in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And what I love most is those other ones were PG 13. This is rated R. Good. They're saying there's going to be blood and fatalities. It
1: should. That's God. what it should be.
0: Like, more and more...
1: Kids who can't play the game should not be able to see the movie. Yeah.
0: Like, why are you trying to appeal right. to kids? Like, and if you have an adult that wants to bring their kid, well, that's the adult's choice.
1: Exactly.
0: But that reminds me, too, uh, I think we might have mentioned it before, that there is going to be a Deadpool movie yes. made by Disney, but... Uh, they have announced that it's going to be rated R and it's going to be in the MCU proper. So Deadpool 3 is coming to the MCU.
1: It's very exciting.
0: And I am starting to wonder if that's... If he becomes the first mutant, imagine the end credit scene. We already know we're going to have Wanda and stuff in, in the show and also Doctor Strange movie. What if at the end of the Deadpool movie... She just comes out, instead of no more mutants, bring more mutants. Mm. Because she just met Deadpool. Well, And that explodes to more mutants coming over into the MCU.
1: Here's the, th- the fun thing about Deadpool, is he is uh, fourth wall ranking, right? Mm-hmm. He could 100% talk about how the mutants used to exist in this one yeah. place, and then there was this giant thing that wiped them all out. Sort of thing. Kind of like a House of M event, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Except we all know that it's the Fox getting bought by (laughs) Disney event. um, Which would then, you know, lay kind of the path for her to make mutants or for there to be very little mutants or anything like that. Um, It's very exciting. I love Deadpool. I'm glad they are not neutering it.
0: Yep, and they're not. uh, Obviously, Ryan Reynolds is busy right now, so they're not projecting anything to like 2023 but he is part of the writing process as well so i fully didn't really even think they would be dumb enough to change the formula but i'm just happy to have confirmed that they're not and it will be good uh one of the things that i'm very happy about is hearing more about uh, amazon prime's uh, lord of the Rings series they just came out with the synopsis, and it's going to take place in the second age, so about a thousand years before what most non-nerdy people understand from the movies. Now, if you are very nerdy and you've read many Wikipedias or The Similarian or all the appendices in the back of Lord of the Rings books and everything, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. that could be done. And it seems like the new series has certain restrictions, they can't necessarily pull from some things, but they can't deviate too much from what Tolkien would have said. So they can't just all of a sudden make a huge new big bad that was never mentioned right. in anything. But they can do things that were mentioned in the Lord of the Rings movie that may have kind of contradicted a little bit of things from the books. So again, it's a weird uh, ground that they're treading on because they are taking the source material of the books can't change it, but yet, partially with what's been already said in The Lord of the Rings, add that to the show mythology that is then different lore from the books, but the same. Hopefully that makes sense with the gibberish that came out of my mouth. But
1: Anyone who's stuck through that listening, I'm sure it made sense, too. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm just very happy with uh, seeing what they're going to be doing. Uh, they're obviously going to be having more of the elves at their, their height of their power, uh, there's talk about the rings being forged and mm-hmm. and everything in between, and uh, it's Numenor, uh, one of their the big islands that eventually sank, is going to have a key role in in everything going on. I I I have high hopes, and I really am hoping this is yeah going to be good. Don't yeah. shit on things. Don't make it a Hobbit. Make it a Lord of the Rings. You didn't
1: like the Hobbit movies?
0: Not at... No, uh, I never saw them. Just, there's some smidgen of liking it from remembering the first time I read it and yeah. the old cartoon. Oh my
1: god. That's the thing I remember most about The Hobbit is that cartoon. <laughs> that shit, that, those, that genre of cartoons from the 80s, you know, that, The Last Unicorn, that shit was the best Whatever that style of animation
0: was. Well, I mean, styles is, is all the thing nowadays. You have directors that are taking some form of media and making it look like something else, whether it's books to TV shows or famous characters into old-school sitcom TV shows. Like how I segued into that. Yeah, it
1: was a little rough, but I got there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I didn't know that there's not only going to be one episode, but two yes. on this first night, which I'm glad because I almost turned it off. I was like, let's just look through the credits and then let's see what they have for coming up next. And then I'm like, wait, why are they doing a recap? There's a whole... Not- I did not know that. And I was quite happy. Also, I don't want to say I wasn't satisfied. I was satisfied, but I wanted, I eagerly want more. Right. I want to know what the fuck's going on. Sure but I enjoyed it. Even if this wasn't characters I knew, I I enjoy watching Nick at Night sometimes. And mm. some of the old Bewitched, some of the old school, you know, I wasn't really big into I Love Lucy, but I get that uh, style and that era the time of the comedy. I was laughing my ass off at some of the cheesiness oh, of yeah. everything.
1: It was full on cheese.
0: Full. But, but what were your initial thoughts when you started it all
1: um well i knew that so it was my understanding with the second trailer that they were going to be kind of hopping through time
0: yes and through different eras yeah. of television
1: so i assumed that we were going to start off with this black and white sort of uh housewife. this was very much like i mean even at the beginning he brings her in and is going to trip over the chair yeah you know but what then that walks is through. that's from the dick van dyke show yeah Yeah, so that very, you know, shows like that into, like, a Bewitched sort of situation with the second one. Even the first one, but they really leaned on it heavy in the second one with that intro um, animated beginning. Because that was exactly, like, the Bewitched animated beginning for that show. Um, I... More than watching than enjoying, just the the basics of it w- was of course like looking for everything. So I don't know if maybe I just need to rewatch it for just for enjoyment purposes. <laughs> but I was trying to be acutely aware of everything that was happening in it, so I could catch all the little things, that Easter they eggs, and everything. It. Yeah.
0: So yeah, like style wise, it, it nailed it for what it was. Obviously, the first one was more of a Dick Van Dyke. Second one was more. I mean they're both kind of bewitched-ish yeah. as well because we saw them fully go to color at the end of the second one. so we're now in a new more but be- not better era just a different era of television right. now which will be interesting. but I part the underlying tones is what really is making this more interesting. Those small devious things
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now when she saw the helicopter in color, which, do you know what that symbol was on the helicopter?
1: The sword symbol? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it popped up in a couple different places.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it being in color reminded me of Pleasantville mm-hmm. and just really how things aren't normal uh, being in the television set, you know, world, universe, and not everything is perfect as it seems, which we have kind of know. Uh, one of them when uh, Holly, I think her name was, or whatever, the bitch uh, lady. Oh, yeah. The devil's in the details brings me up to thinking Mephisto and is, is that him? Is, is there even a big bad? Because partially I want to say this is all Wanda having created her own pocket dimension and she's in it because that's what happened, I believe, when she gave birth to her twins was she was in the pocket dimension or her own little universe with her envision. Now, there's other things that point to the contrary. It looks like there are some real world things happening just for like five seconds at the end of each episode that someone is watching this. Someone Mm -hmm. is trying to interact with her meaning I feel like she's hooked up to probably some sort of machine but then what does that mean? So this isn't her powers it's just her and her head. Right. I'm so lost with where I think this is and so then there isn't a big bad. It's all in her head so who, who cares about the big bad in this?
1: Right. There's
0: the beekeeper guy. And yeah. is... I know,
1: but he also had a sword emblem on his back.
0: Yeah. So, again, I'm like, is this AIM workers that worked at S.W.O.R.D.? Or...
1: Right.
0: Uh, this Yeah. And, again, like, S.W.O.R.D. is the good guys. So, did they... Did what happened last when we saw them... Vision, obviously, was still a body, but his pretty much power source and brain got, you know, mm-hmm. devoid... Did they, Sword then, take his body, hook him up to a system, and then, like, put the little electrodes on Wanda's head and, like, had her go into this world that they created in the mind of Vision to restore him? And is that the whole purpose of it all? In which case, if it is cool, awesome, then we'll get Vision back. But I also feel like there is a little bit more nefarious going on, which then I I just don't know.
1: Yeah. I, um... I really enjoyed it. I thought that um, they both acted very well. Like they're they're both they're both in roles that I haven't necessarily necessarily seen them play before, but while still playing their original roles from the movies, which is not an easy task, and to be so overtly over the top in fifties and sixties sitcom is, you would think, would be annoying. But it wasn't. It was endearing. And I, especially when he was like gum drunk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was just so great. That I feel like is going to be the top for. (laughs) <laughs> and again, it did the, the whole old school, like, cartoon inside the yeah. the body type scene.
1: It was very well thought out, everything. This and I just, yeah, and even, like,
0: again, can't do real magic because people would be too scared if it's real magic. And just the, the audience's faces in there of, like, how did you really do that? And then Wanda having to fix it. <laughs> right. Find That's an my explanation grandma's piano. for it.
1: Yeah. It was really good.
0: And, and so I've seen some people uh, saying that, You know, people that are expecting the Marvel take on it of action-packed are going to be disappointed. And I will say that probably they will be really put off by what is this.
1: Right.
0: However, I think stick around because you're going to, it's going to be a slow burn and we're slowly going to get through. Like even, I don't know with what's going on with the commercials, um, but even those seem to be pointing at something.
1: Well, I mean, the first one, I I don't know if they're pointing at anything, but they're definitely bringing, you know, Easter eggs in, because it was Stark Industries with the toaster and uh, Strucker. Strucker. yep. Yeah. So, who knows? But, I mean, Marvel has maybe a little bit set up the expectation that all their stuff is going to be super action-packed from start to finish, but... I don't... That's not something I need all the time. It's stressful. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a stressful thing. You can't have that over a a show. They did that, I guess, maybe in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Where it was just constant action.
0: Well, that's... uh, I mean, I haven't even really looked up a lot of the Easter eggs. Obviously, I need the Internet's help to look at some other things. I did look up their address, which I was like, that seems familiar, and that was from Vision uh comic book series his mm. address in there. Which then I'm like, is this pulling from is this really just Vision envisioning all this? Is it really him that has forgotten and him being restored and this is his thought of Wanda, like she's not physically present in here as well. Right. There's all these unanswered questions that
1: yeah. I
0: don't know what's going on. I really I thought the greatest moment of the where i'm like seeing where this is going is when visions at his office but what do we do here well we make the you know outgoing and ingoing things yeah but yeah for what and again that's like this is fucking eerie even though they have that laugh track behind it like Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like ha 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 the person said a stupid thing but no it's sinister it's right Different. It's
1: well the whole dinner party when her his boss starts choking, choking yeah, and his it, wife was just like, "Stop it! Yeah, <laughs> make it stop. stop." Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was that that whole thing was very weird. Very but it was weird. great. I'm, it was really good. I'm, and it. I'm
0: okay with it being because I would have binged it all anyways. I'm actually getting back to a point where I'm okay with weekly waiting weekly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah.
1: I have too much shit to do to, like, sit down and watch the whole show. Well, and
0: you just don't get to digest it as well. Right. And this is, again, one of those shows where I feel having your mind think of things each week of, like, oh, maybe it's going to go this way because they introduced one new Easter egg that makes you think they're going in this story arc or this or that, I feel is really good. Uh, Obviously, Mandalorian did it well, and that was kind of one of the first shows that they said, we're not going to just have you binge watch it. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, booze in the book. We both kind of picked out at the same time. Separately. I know. It's funny. It is funny. It's ha funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we read. We both read. And this never happens, you guys. We never read the same book. Unless it's planned ahead of time. Um, or it's a major X-Men event. Uh, <laughs> but we both picked up ha ha number one from Image. So this is written by my... Um, one of my most favorite, famous writer favorite Jesus Christ, favorite writers right now uh, W. Maxwell Prince who does Ice Cream Man which you know is one of my favorite yes. books. Yes. Well that's what
0: just with it being a clown and, and knowing that that's kind of like the narrator for the Ice Cream Man I had similar, but again I didn't know his name or anything about this book except for Haha ha, seems interesting enough and it's about a clown so is it going to be joker-ish let's let's read it right and that's what got me into obviously you were reading it for well you already knew it was going to be good mm-hmm. and i thoroughly enjoyed it from the beginning of just the man just being in his clown outfit and his wife seeming to hate him for it and yeah
1: and he still seemed very optimistic yes yeah. like
0: not like a down clown or really like on the stroke of like being an evil person. He is just an optimistic person.
1: Who a lot of bad stuff happens to.
0: Yes. But, you know, he you know, he believes in the goodness of the world and things will work out. And oh my God, I just I couldn't believe his buddy like mugged him. Like, what the fuck, man?
1: Hounds are shady.
0: I really like, I felt for this guy. Yeah. And I originally then at this point thought he was just going to have a, a switch flipped in his mind where he was going to just go Rob, like just turn into mm-hmm. the evil clown prince. Again, too much Joker that I've read of, I can't really trust clowns right. being good ever <laughs> right. again. They're just evil. Yeah. But no, then it, it was not what I was expecting. Nope.
1: Nope. He, um, he has a switch certainly got flipped, but it wasn't, it was, it was a perspective Well, first of all, he gets shot in the fucking head. Yeah, I did not see
0: that happening. I just thought that there was going to be the... Well, he got knocked over the head again, too. Which, again, when he got knocked over the head by his buddy, I'm thinking maybe that's when... Yeah. Maybe some... Again, thinking of old school movies where the mild-mannered person going to the office is really a secret agent, Mm -hmm. FBI person. And so that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe that's why he's so optimistic because his old job was killing people as an assassin. But, no, he's just a normal clown until... He gets shot in the fucking head.
1: And it, like... all right, so...
0: Visualize, it's awesome. If you
1: get shot in the head, even if it goes in the front of your skull and out through the back, it's... You're not going to survive that. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. But they made it seem like it went clean through the center of his brain... And apparent and out and then well, didn't. Did I mean, I will say him. this.
0: Yes, through that that way, yes, that's hitting a lot of central nerve things. I know of a famous uh, story, true story of a person who was working. A rail spike went up through bottom jaw, out through his head, or like it put a hole straight through his skull. Hit, but your frontal lobe is a little bit less used. Like. Okay. Uh, and so the person lived what the sad part is because it affected his brain the person became psychotic and mm. dangerous and they had to lock him up and didn't live I want to say I want to say is five, maybe five years I can't remember exact but a lot longer than a person you'd think would be instantly dead right so there is some precedent but what this bullet did was this person is dead and holy shit maybe that could just been the end of the book like don't be so right thinking things are be good But what I personally took from this is from the comic book slash TV show, which I only read the TV show Happy, where there's imaginary uh, creatures and everything that come to life. But in that world, it's real. Mm -hmm. This had like some imagery that I'm feeling was kind of like happy. And I'm like, oh, now this is going to get good. He is not dead from this bullet. And then, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: His uh, un- unending handkerchief uh, becomes his, his weapon of choice. And it was a pretty, not as big of a, uh, I wish could have happened, like, fight scene in the comic book. But it, it told its story.
1: Right. Right. And then, <laughs> so he leaves. And you can kind of get, like, if you go back and really look at it. You can see kind of the glimpses of things starting to look weird. Like, it, as he's walking out of the bank, there's, like, a giant teddy bear in the crowd and a giant pink elephant in the cl- in the crowd. And as he's driving home, there's um, balloons, hot air balloons, but they look like balloons balloons. Yeah. And his neighbor looks fucked up. And he gets home, and his wife answers the door and all his whole family just looks like balloon people. And I thought it was hilarious because he actually says out loud, you all look like balloons. (laughs) Um, There's actually, this is, this is the stuff I love about these sort of books is as he's just a very little thing. There's a a boat, a paper boat about to go into Mm. a drain.
0: That's awesome. In a book about clowns. Yeah.
1: So just little, Little things like that. Um, <laughs> and and that's where it ends. He goes inside. His wife, you know, makes a comment about how um, embarrassed she is by the fact he got shot in the fucking head and lived. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. If Josh came home and was like, I was shot in the head today. And he walked into that, like, he walked into the house. He's not even at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot in the head and they just let him go home. They just had an EMT check him out. <laughs> they didn't go give him any brain scans. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Why? I don't understand. But anyway, the end. And you were like, "This is going to be a great book," and I was like, "Oh no, this is the end." <laughs> I was
0: like, oh, "It's a number one." I didn't, it didn't say one shot, so yeah. it's kind of
1: it's an anthology. Series. And so
0: I get so then I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's just like the vein of yeah. Ice Cream Man," so yeah, that makes so, sense.
1: There are some interweaving stories that happen in Ice Cream Man, right? There's the Ice Cream Man is a character that exists in all of them, and also the person that's hunting him down, and they've tied characters in from other books as well from time to time. So this man could show up at some point. He could be a character that exists through all of them. I don't know what has been written, so I can't say for sure. Or this literally could just be the last time you hear about him.
0: (laughs) And uh, what perfect uh, brewery to pair with this is Clown Shoes. Oh,
1: my God. Get it's... out of my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I'm just going to pick a, a one. I haven't tried this year's. I've tried it before. It's the Snow on Maple Tree. This is obviously the 2020 release. I've done the 2019-2018, so it's a winter availability uh uh, imperial Stout aged in maple bourbon barrels, so uh, anything maple bourbon I enjoy, even yeah. when it's darker, because I'm not a big stout fan, but just the the mapley makes it tolerable for me, yeah. and I just thought a... I knew I was going to pick a Clown Shoes uh, beer, so let's pick one, and this one is... Obviously, you can't get the 2019 unless you've collected it already and have it sitting in your cellar, so right. I would probably say go out and get this one, because... It's probably just as good as the years past.
1: My favorite conchew beers are the Sombrero Series ones. Um, right now they have a Mocha Sombrero, which is like a Mexican hot chocolate um, dark stout. Those are my one. I can't do most of their other beer. They're all IPAs. Well, that's
0: what I do love, their IPAs. Yeah. But...
1: <laughs> nope.
0: Oh, well, uh, that ends another fun podcast
1: another podcast to just sit on tony's computer and never get put up on the internet for anyone to hear
0: i was in the middle of that last (laughs) night and then shit hit the van
1: (laughs) it's the funny part is as i talked to tony on monday and he says to me like on the phone like we talked not texted and he was like yeah i'm putting that one up now
0: (laughs) And you know what? I uploaded it to the website. I just didn't make a post. (laughs) I realized that last night at like midnight.
1: It's funny. I almost texted you too. I I wish I would have known. I would have just posted it myself.
0: I should should rely on you for help. (laughs) So I guess uh, stay thirsty for last week's podcast.